What's up my fellow anxious creatives? I am so excited as per usual to be coming into your earbuds or onto your YouTube or wherever you're watching this or listening in to share with you this week all about how to keep your clients loyal even during a pandemic. All right, so buckle up, get ready for some great times. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just clearly know how to make everything awkward. Anyway, this episode is going to be so good. I cannot wait to dive into it. So let's listen to the intro and get right back. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. All right. So I know we're going through such an unreal time and I know you're sick of hearing a lot about it, to be honest. I am too. But I did a poll on my Instagram the other day and I asked you guys, which if you're not following me already, it's at Don Bradley Hair. And I asked you what you wanted to hear. And a lot of you, it was like 80% of you said, I want to know how to keep my clients loyal. I know that's a really big fear right now, especially during this COVID thing is like, if I do anything different, if I like, what if I even do things the same? Am I going to lose clients? Am I going to like, what's going to happen? All these fears and anxieties are coming to the surface. And I want you to know that that's a hundred percent normal. That fear, that anxiety, don't let it drive you into making decisions because here's the thing. And I know it's kind of like, you know, the bear of bad news is that you're going to lose clients throughout your entire career, no matter what. So the thing is, is that I can, I'm going to share with you today how to keep them loyal, but I don't want you to focus in on what you may be losing and focus in on what you can be keeping. I know that maybe seems a little bit goofy, but um, know that like, regardless of, you know, people's budgets might change. Don't take, don't stress and focus on losing clients so much that you actually make that happen, right? Like our beliefs are like a compass and we head in the direction of what we believe is possible, really truly where your mindset is at is going to be such a huge factor into where your business goes. So instead of focusing on um, thinking scarcity and like, what if people leave and what if I do this? Focus on how can I provide value? So let's dive into how to keep your clients loyal during a pandemic. All right. So while you're away from the salon, there are a lot of ways you can actually create customer loyalty now and in the future. So if you're listening to this and you're like, COVID's over, you know, you're listening to it, not in real time. And you're like, I don't know if this episode's even for me. This is all about creating customer loyalty now and in the future, because it really breaks down to these simple things. The ways to stay loyal are to stay in touch, provide added value, give incentive, communicate a point of difference and sell to them. I know already you're like, I feel like selling is actually the opposite of creating loyalty. And we'll get into more of it in a bit. So stay in touch. There's so many different ways of doing this. Emails, social media, DMing them, or even a handwritten letter. Oh my gosh. When is the last time you got a handwritten letter? And do you remember how good that made you feel? Think of if you've got extra time on your hands and if you're feeling bored or lazy or overwhelmed, sometimes, oftentimes my overwhelm comes from inaction. Bomb drop right there. Like I, my overwhelm comes from getting in my head too much and thinking I need to do this, I need to do this rather than just going and doing. And it's amazing what doing something for someone else can actually create energy in you. So 
Like I said, you can email your clients, you can reach out to them on social media, you can message them, you can handwritten letter. If you've got time, why not do all of them? Staying in touch is such a great way to create loyalty. So what I would really suggest is start collecting your client's info if you don't actually have it. Um, uh, more than just their phone number, but get their email, get their address, get their birthday. You never know when these little things, sending a little birthday wish, staying in touch, you can make someone's day. So if you're like, well, that'd be great, Don, but I don't have this stuff. I get it. And I posted the other day on Instagram, like the best time to, tra- to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is today. Like start today, start getting it slowly. It doesn't mean you have to collect them all in one day. Don't be like me and think that like, I want to do this thing and I want it done tomorrow. I know that's our tendency as anxious, creative people is that we are visionary. We see what we want. We want to do it, but it's like in the tiny little steps that we really struggle. And so just start collecting slowly so that you can stay in touch. And I really, really encourage you. I, you know, I'm big on email is because your inbox doesn't have an algorithm. So you're more likely to be, be, to stay in touch with your clients through an email than you are on social media. But I do believe using both to your advantage is great. Okay. And then next is provide added value. Appreciate your clients. Even if you're staying in touch in some way, you want to be able to tell them how much you appreciate them. And so I would say, let them be seen, heard, and valued. Shout them out maybe on your Instagram stories or in an email. Do something for them. Oh my goodness. Not only will that that make them feel special, it'll make you feel good that you're taking the focus off yourself, especially during this time right now, especially when we feel like, oh, like I'm getting so in my head about my circumstance. Oh, if I go do something for someone else, oh, that like, that makes me feel good. Give back to a cause or simply just say, Thank you. That's a great way. And if you haven't heard me talk about it before, like you've probably heard of the book, The Five Love Languages. And we talk about this a lot in relationships, but I really believe we need to bring the five love languages into our businesses and show your clients. So the five love languages, if you don't know them, I really suggest just even go Google it and learn about it. But if you can read the book, it's really good. It's physical touch, gifts, words of affirmation, acts of service, and quality time. Now, physical touch during social distancing ain't so easy, right? But the rest, like give a little gift. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to cost you anything. It could be like a handmade card. Words of affirmation. I so appreciate you. I love having you in. Acts of service. When this is over, I'm having a salon party or dropping something off for them that they need. Quality time, getting on a Zoom call, getting on a FaceTime with your clients and just catching up. And a lot of these you can, you know, combine together like quality time and words of affirmation or, you know, you can tell them how how much you appreciate them or acts of service and quality time, dropping something off on their front step, but also spending a five minutes across the street just chatting. It's in these little things. I know I like to overcomplicate and I know you do too, but it's in these little things that we create that loyalty in that relationship. And then the next one I want to talk about is give incentive. Oh my goodness. Everybody loves to get, have incentive on something. So the thing about incentive is it's giving a person a reason to do something they were already going to do. And I know you're maybe like, uh, hmm, what? Like why, why then if they're going to do it? But think about like referral programs and reward programs. They give incentive or having a party. They give incentive for something like your friend. If you did their hair or you, any of you that aren't hairstylists that are listening in, I know I speak from being a hairstylist, but you know, 
I'm going to just say hair. So you did someone's hair, or maybe you made a painting for someone, or you made some jewelry or whatever it is that you do. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Like, dang, I love my hair. I'm feeling it. Whatever. They're going to go tell people. But even if you, if you add incentive, they're like, oh yeah, I won't forget because not only do I want to tell them how much I love this thing or my hair or whatever it is, but like, oh, I get a little kickback or I get, you know, some, some money off a product or I get 50% off my next order or, or something like that. So incentive is giving them a reason to do what they were already going to do. And incentive actually breeds loyalty. So like I said, referral programs, reward programs, events, parties, special promotions, Everyone likes to be rewarded. It's actually, this is the craziest thing. It's actually in our DNA. Our brains give us a chemical reward. We like rewards because it's in our DNA. And that's what makes giving incentive work so good for your business, but also make your clients feel appreciated. So the simple thing with um, incentive, if you want to start infusing this more into your business and ways that you could could do stuff right now, is the ability to do, this is the equation, the ability to do something plus the motivation to do it equals a performance. So the one example I've used is like join our coffee club. That's that's your that's your ability. Every 10th drink is free. That's your motivation equals the performance the customer buys the coffee. Cool. And then onto our next way to create loyalty is have a point of difference. What is, what is uniquely you? Not just about doing the service that you provide, but how do you stand out from the rest? How are you different? What is it about you? Is it maybe your jokes that you tell? I always make the joke like, I'm terrible. I make the joke that I'm terrible at making jokes. I mess up the punchline. Or, you know, I'm like, I had a candy buffet in my salon and my dog Leroy used to come and, oh my gosh, the candy and Leroy got Instagrammed way more than anything else. People loved coming into that space of quiet relaxation with a dog to snuggle and candy that had nothing to do with getting their hair done. It was a point of difference that created excitement and loyalty. Okay, and lastly, because I know this one, you were so like, hmm, I don't know if I agree with Don on this one, is selling to them. So here's the thing. I know selling to people immediately, you're like, if you're watching this on YouTube, you just saw what I did. If you're listening to this, yeah, I just like made a weird cringe face. Um, People don't like to be sold to, but people love to buy. And so you want to sell to your clients, I'm using quotations, in a way that you want to educate, inform, and offer them something. And I have, if you've ever been inside my Rock Your Business program, if you're one of my students, you know about the what, when, why method. Um, and if you don't, I'd really suggest getting on the wait list. You can do so at dawnbradley.com slash R-Y-B. Uh, Rock Your Business is my mentorship program. It's a way to work with me um, and help your business. And it's a stress-free guide to earning six figures. But anyway, you want to educate people. You want to inform them on what you're doing. So educate them on what it is inform them and give them an offer. Selling to people doesn't have to be slimy and pushy, but people want to buy. They truly want to give them a reason to be authentic, be a person of integrity. And no, but you don't have to be pushy. But like I said, people don't want to be sold to, but they want to buy. So the way to sell to people is to educate your clients. Let them know why it's important to take care of their hair and how to take care of their, educate them on how to take care of their hair during this and while they're not able to get into the salon. 
inform them in the fact that, okay, it's really important to do some masks while you can't get your split ends cut. And actually I have a mask right now for your hair. And then would you like to buy it? I can drop it off on your front doorstep. Would you like it? That's educating and informing and offering them. Or if you're outside of the hair industry, you know, just education, inform and offer. It makes a really big difference. It builds trust and the foundation of creating customer loyalty now during a pandemic and forever is built on trust. Trust is huge. And like I said in the beginning, you need to, I'm just going back to my notes here, is that the ways to create loyalty is to stay in touch, provide added value, give incentive, communicate your point of difference, and sell to them. And all five of those are built on trust. Let me tell you, when I, talking about loyalty, like when I started sending, I spent 20 minutes a month writing an email to my clients and the amount of rebookings I got, the amount of product sales I got from that one email because I was staying in touch, provide added value, give them something above and beyond, right? Give them, give them, shout them out, give them something back, free gift with purchase, give incentive. These things are all building on the foundation of trust and trust is so important. So I don't want you to feel overwhelmed during this time. I know some of you are already going back to work and are thinking about how do I do this? And some of you are still like, how do I stay in touch with my clients? Know that there's no right or wrong way. But maybe right now you're just building those relationships. You're building that trust so that you can create loyal clients in the long run. So let me end with this. What do you stand to lose in trying these things? I know some of you are like, well, my client might be annoyed. Or like, what if they're going to think that I'm, you know, by informing, educating and informing them, I'm pushing it on them. Or maybe they think it's weird that I'm asking them to hang out on a Zoom call because they're not a quality time person. What do you stand to lose? Rejection, getting a no, thank you. Honestly, as a consumer and a customer myself of places, I've been more annoyed by not getting informed or educated or not being told about things or not giving options or not having the ability to say yes or no than having someone offer me something. But I want you to know that a no thank you or a rejection is not a rejection or a no thank you of you. It may just not be what works for them right now. And I know a lot of you and you watching right now and listening right now, that fear of rejection is really big. That fear of feeling like someone is saying no to you, at you, far outweighs the trying to go at these things. But know that rejection, I hate to say this, but it's a guarantee. Rejection is a guarantee. No matter whether you're building client loyalty with your existing clients, like, oh, I'm scared if I do all these things that Don talked about in the podcast, I'm going to annoy my clients and it's actually going to create like not loyalty. Yeah, it might for one or two, but I guarantee you, well, I guess I shouldn't say guarantee, but I, I know from my personal experience, yeah, maybe one or two people are annoyed. Maybe you see someone unsubscribe from your email or unfollow you on social media but the amount of people it'll affect, the odds are it will create more loyalty than it'll create distance. So know that, know the stats, know the odds. And same with building a clientele. Um, as I always, I always say with building a clientele, 
two, one to two people out of 10 people you talk to and invite in will come in. And that's not to discourage people, but it's to encourage you to play the numbers. Know your numbers, get prepared, know that you'll get rejected. While you're building this loyalty with clients, yes, you may annoy a client. Yes, you may lose a client because they feel like you're coming on too strong. But know that it leaves room to be able to come bring in a new client. So know that these things have worked. I know they work because they've worked in my business. And And just get past the fear of rejection and be gentle with yourself. We're all trying to do new things. We're all pivoting right now. Don't put more on your plate than you can handle. I gave you five things you can do to create customer loyalty right now. Pick one. Start there. Don't try. I know. I know. It's so much more fun to want to try and do it all. (laughs) It's so much more fun to be like, oh yeah, I want to do this. And our brains get way ahead of ourselves. And then when we go to take action, we're like, oh my gosh, it's so much. We get paralyzed by all the excitement that we're paralyzed into inaction, but our brain keeps going. It's like we've got a Toyota body with a Ferrari engine going and we need to match the two up, which means slowing down the engine, maybe writing everything out, all your ideas. If you have ideas for all five of the ways to create customer loyalty, amazing. Go write them out, start with one, execute it. Once you've executed it, move on to the next. All right, that's it for the Anxious Creative this week. I would love to hear what you thought of this episode. If you enjoyed it, leave a review leave a comment, share this, subscribe. This is a way that we can help build the creative community and help build our businesses and our lives and just make that anxiety go away and have more successful businesses and get through this COVID together. You're amazing friend. And we'll catch you next week.